Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Today y Manana. I'm Alex. This is Xavier. We're very excited to have you joining us this morning on a, on a chilly morning here in Charlottesville, Virginia. But it's, uh, it's a little, there's some clouds in the sky. You can see, but that's just a great opportunity. There's snow clouds, say. right? Are there snow clouds? Maybe. You never know. I mean, the way you might have a... Wait, wait, wait. Are wait. you excited? December, tw- December 25th, it's got to snow. That's, yeah, that's what it's best. The evening of December 24th, that's once we're all home. That's right. Safely, then we can have a little flurry. That's right. White yeah. Christmas, have it melt. By the, the problem with Virginia is sometimes you get ice. You don't really get that snow that you can build a snowman and have snowball fights. That's true. You know? That's true. Well, you can still have snowball fights. You just might no, bop someone with in the head with the. I've been yeah. bopped with an ice ball. No kidding. Before, <laughs> with, by some brothers who will remain nameless. But it's always a good morning to have uh, your little cafe con leche. Mm-hmm. Get to your cozy place and watch them today in Manana because we have some awesome guests that are going to be joining us later in the show. We're going to be joined by Laura and Kelly Jane from Basketful Lifestyle and Gifts. And then later in the show by Scott Elif. He's the owner of Ducard Vineyards. So we have a lot, a lot in store. We're, we're, I can already tell some of you already get the vibe. Oh, yeah. The energy. The energy. Exactly. The energy in the room has been amazing already. Exactly. So we're already feeling it. Uh, a couple thanks. Of course, love being in, here on the I Love Seville Network. Judah behind the camera. Helping Xavier and I look good. Our other guests <laughs> don't need it, but Xavier What do you mean? And I do. What do you mean? Um, well, I'm not going to just do myself there. <laughs> oh, thank you. Throw me under the bus. All right. To, if I'm going to throw myself under the bus, you should join me <laughs> under there. A um, couple of shout-outs, of course. Thanks to Emergent Financial Services for presenting. Thanks to our amazing partners, Matias Yon Realty Credit Series Insurance, Castle Hill Cider, Forward Adelante de Premier Latino Networking Group here in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, it's it's, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be a lot I'm of fun. I'm ready yeah. to, to go ahead and, oh, absolutely. and jump right in. Let's do it. So we're excited to welcome to the show this morning. Laura and Kelly Jane, they are here from Basketful Lifestyle and Gifts. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, us. ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. We're very happy to be here. Uh, we're, glad, we're glad to have you on. So for those who haven't met you both yet, tell us maybe a little bit about yourselves, how you started lifestyle, uh, Basketful, Basketful lifestyle, lifestyle and Gifts, and then you know, how, you, how you came together and, and, and really put it together. Absolutely. Yes. Well, again, thank you guys for having us. And I'll give kind of a phase one and phase two because we won't dwell on it, but there is a before COVID and an after COVID <laughs> yeah. for this small retail Life business story. Right. Yeah. Um, so my name, Laura Pascarella. Again, thank you guys so much for having us. My service and work prior to opening this beautiful little store was very customer centered and my heart is in love with people. So no better way to bring those things together than gifts. Exactly. And uh, Basketful began in the fall, late, late fall of 2019. So truly after we had those first few months of this is fantastic, mm-hmm. no surprise, Charlottesville customers are amazing, the world changed. <laughs> exactly. And um, for future conversation, happy to talk more about it because there were a few uh, MBA style lessons learned for a business plan (laughs) planned and a business plan executed. Mm -hmm. But we really saw that early shift with the rest of the world to digital digital spaces. Uh, But our heart and and our soul of the store is with the people walking into the brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. And so once we got started up again late 2021 at Main Street Market, which is 416 West uh, Main Street, the fantastic purple building Mm -hmm. uh, with some of your favorites, including Feast and Orzo and Albemarle Baking Company, uh, Thai restaurant, all sorts of fantastic visitors and and, um, customers that we share. We have launched into a, I think, a really exciting 2022 and 2023. It's becoming more normal. And this year feels most normal. And that's why we're really excited to be here. And I want to pass, I'll happily share more about myself, but Kelly Jane, (laughs) our store manager and my co-partner over here, 
is the just beating heart behind everything that folks are experiencing inside of the space. So Kelly Joyen joined us. Gosh, it's been more than a year. Yeah, much more than a year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I joined in September of 2021. Is that math correct? I think so. Yeah, time means nothing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Post-COVID, it's really hard to gauge anything. Um, Yeah, I joined because I, at the time, um, was just really looking to be somebody's right-hand man in a business. I make earrings. Beowulf earrings. And um, I had posted on Boss Babes. Do you guys know about Boss Babes? Oh, I've, I've heard of it. The Facebook page? Yeah. yeah. So it's all run by female um, identifying entrepreneurs that on Facebook are just, like, incredibly supportive. There's, there's like, live in-person meetups, but there's also just a lot of, like, hey, I need a lawyer for this weird tax thing. Or, like, hey, I'm opening up this weekend. Come through kind of thing. And it's just, like, this beautiful nest of female entrepreneurs. Anyway, so I had posted on there, um, hey, I make earrings. I really want to learn how to run a business. Like, can I just, like, um, be somebody's right-hand man? And so Laura messaged me, and I just immediately loved her energy, we were joking before the show started that people um, think that we are twins or sisters. <laughs> or even her mom gets us confused on Instagram sometimes. Um, but I, yeah, when I met her, I was like, I think this is future me. <laughs> so we just have a really great copacetic energy happening. Um, yeah, so that's how I joined on. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yeah. Bastard Fultures. I mean, it's what, what would you say, because it's different. I, I've been on the website. It's different than your usual, like, Hey, just, you know, walk into a gift shop or, you know, big box store that, you know, Target.com, we have, you know, a gazillion things. It's, it's, it's curated. It kind of feels like a small. So tell us maybe the genesis of the idea and what kind of makes it unique. Thank you so much for that reflection because that is absolutely <laughs> the goal. And a bit of the genesis actually for the name. So gifting, as you mentioned earlier, it can be really stressful. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of obligation that can come into people's mindset of there's eight people on my list and what do they want right. and what time do I have to receive you know, a, a quality gift and find it for them. Basketful is a few things. It's a combination of different ways to reflect different people. You're not going to necessarily find one gift that is the one thing that that one person wants. But Basketful curates with so many local vendors and honestly a lot of vendors from around the world. We do we put a lot of effort into finding um, gifts that are very intentional for the recipient and it, it is fantastically supported by Beowulf earrings and, <laughs> and we'll talk about our local vendors Very here local, at the gift yeah. box this this December but also really just trying to seek out for individual personalities what might be that thing and basketful if you think of the actual word is the intent that there are multiple little things that make up that individual mm-hmm. okay. and your reflection of your specific relationship with that individual so the origin of the name as aw- awkward as it is <laughs> I always tell people either relate to beautiful or basketball and there's going to be something that helps you find <laughs> basketball <laughs> <laughs> basket full of gifts, basket full of love, what, whatever the case may be. So that was some of the um, you know, groundwork for the start of the actual store and the concept. But as we grew through the last few years, what was really exciting was to learn more about our customers and see the challenges that they brought into the store. And it was often with a story like, my grandfather is the shining star of my life. I have no idea what to get him. Mm-hmm. And what we can do as a small business 
is not only point that individual to this fantastic gift here or there, um, sometimes take a very simple gift, a very low-cost gift, and talk about the importance of writing that very special message. We, we, wow. we love that. And that yeah. is really where our store is hoping to make a difference because you can buy things anywhere, um, but to choose local and to choose basketball, you're buying also that experience. You're, you're bringing your own experience, and our team is growing from it and learning from it. So our artisans bring their own fantastic talents and beautiful pieces, but, but we really do try to make sure that the, the needs and the personality of our customers and Charlottesville and the surrounding area. I'm a native to the Shenandoah Valley, so I love when folks mm-hmm. come over the mountain um, are reflected in what they see inside of our shop. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank That's you. Carrying the audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we believe it. It's fairly corny, but we. Yeah. <laughs> it makes the job fantastic. We, we had one of our team members um, on the line of kind of smaller items that you're putting together. She called it like a poem, and I was like, "That is the most beautiful, authentic thing." Because it, the gifts, the price tag doesn't matter, and we have lots of gifts that are beautiful and well-made, $100, you know, um, Mariposa butterfly earrings, but we also have, like, the $8, the $12 mug, but it's what it means, it's the story behind it, and um, it's the gathering of smaller things to kind of say this bigger message, like a poem is with its individual words, Um, and we have a ton of fun picking everything out, because we're not just shopping for the customer, we're shopping for who the customer is buying for, so there's, like, a couple (laughs) meta-levels of thought there um but it's also really fun because i'm in the store uh, pretty much every day (laughs) during the week and we learn a lot about people just the way that they come in and how um a lot of times there is just this like push to get something really special but also just this very teeny tiny window of that ability to actually make that happen Mm -hmm. so we just try to make that as easy as possible for people but because i'm there so much i really get to interact and learn about what people are looking for and what has worked really well for them in the past and um, kind of just get to know our Charlottesville customer and what they want and need. So it's really cool being on the ground learning those things. So I think, I mean, that's the beauty of it. So I was, I was funny because on the way here we were talking about... Um, you were actually having this conversation. Yeah, there's this movie <laughs> called Shop Around the Corner. I don't know if you've ever seen no, it. No, I haven't. But, and um, it's an old movie. I already love um, the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... It's in Budapest, and then on Christmas Eve is when everybody used to basically go shopping. It's a little shop, and you could just tell that the the you know the people that go in there are being helped in one way or another because they go in and it's like I got to buy something special for you know my husband, you know, or my friend, or whatever it may be, right? And and so there's there's a sense that that person is there trying to figure out okay what would be that right gift for that particular person, right? Mm-hmm. And in today's world, I mean, that's kind of lost a little because it's like, you know, you, you, you kind of go online, but it's like, it's like yes. millions of places you can go or things you mm-hmm. can see. So unless you know exactly what that person wants or needs, right, you're lost, so right? Fun. So yeah. to be able to go to a store like that where it's like, I need something special, but I need somebody to help me figure right. out what that mm-hmm. special thing is. And both of you have that you know, that aura of being able to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just fabulous. I mean, that's what it, I think that's what it's all about when you try to get a gift. It's not a matter of giving somebody a lot of gifts. It's a matter of finding that one little thing that you know that person is going to say, wow, this is oh, yeah. beautiful. They really know yes. me. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. and it is exciting. And it, so it's exciting to do the gifting. And I will say, shout out to my husband and my family who no longer have to suffer me buying things for the house because I get to express that therapy in the store. <laughs> and Kelly Jane and myself and B and Debbie and our you know, past team members 
it is fun, and it is really fun to find something new, whether it's at a show in New York or a show in Atlanta right. or online or through a local vendor here that you see you know, at a market. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting to see that thing and also find that community of going, oh, you have a thing and I have a space. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. see what we can do. Yeah. Can I, can yes, I rip please. off that? So um, we have two different vendors who are older gentlemen who have retired. One of them writes poetry and one of them paints cards. And it's very clearly one of those things where like, it's just something they love to do. It's their morning routine. It's their passion. But they, you know, they're not going to start a second career as a businessman. They just like want a space to show off their work. Right. And so it's just so fun being able to say yes to those people. It is. Yeah. That's fantastic. So do you, do you, both, do you have an emphasis would you say on in the curating process on local or or maybe not necessarily it doesn't always have to be local but local or handmade or crafted somewhere mm-hmm. where you kind of know the person who's crafting it how, what's kind of the curating process yeah. like i will certainly say that we lead with the customer needs so mm-hmm. and and by customer there it is two faceted so there's the shopper and then the gift recipient mm-hmm. so we are and it's very fun and kelly jane hosts a fantastic brain trust session <laughs> when she does. And we sit down oh, and we analytics. think of, okay, it's January, what's coming up? We've got these holidays, we've got these known things in the world, we've got these family needs that we take from our own conversations. What are the gifts and what are the reasons why people might want to be recognizing somebody in their life? Always a birthday, mm-hmm. always an anniversary. Right. And we sit and talk about what's easy about that and what's hard about that. And hard is always time. So we try to keep a varied array of options, but also what we call the milk, just real simple Mm -hmm. stuff. You're doing one gifting session that's taking your heart and soul, but you also need candles for the cake. (laughs) (laughs) So come on in. And that's where we've been trying to grow this year. Um, But when we think of those customer needs, then it allows us to just be eyes wide open when we are searching that vast array of makers. We love when we find a maker in Charlottesville who either reaches out or we see them and reach out and there's a synergy to be able to bring them Mm -hmm. in the store. We always have local makers and we always have six or seven really consistent ones. I need to shout out Kelly Jane because my earrings and her earrings are the product (laughs) of her artistic work at Bay Wolf Jewelry. Um, Truve is a local skincare uh, vendor that we work with, Debbie Crosby-Louis, and she always has a fantastic shelf of beautiful ways to make yourself or your loved ones not only feel, you know, tended to, maybe a little good looking. I mean, she's got a, a shelf of the classics and the risque and it's fun. has butt masks. We have, yes, if you haven't heard of a butt mask, come on into Basketball Lifestyle and Gifts where you can also get, you know, lotion or a sponge gel or these very practical needs because that is, we haven't mentioned it yet, but that is also something that underlies our curation. We know and everyone knows that a gift attempt is not always a success and if you give a gift and it's going to end up in the trash even if it's reluctantly and you never know about it Mm. no one's feeling good about that so we try to make sure that our gifts are either often upcycled some of our international vendors are absolutely um, reusing and making beautiful art out of past trash Um, you know whether it's the wood from a garden or other metals and things we've got beautiful nativities this year that come from all over the world Mm -hmm. including um, if you're familiar with it that classic kind of drum um, art from Haiti Mm -hmm. lots of lots of really really fantastic makers what I will say goes through most of our line is that it is a small batch order Mm -hmm. so we are ordering you know six to eighteen 
of any particular thing. And that's great for small makers because they maybe can't take the big step into here's a thousand of whatever I create. Um, It's also great for us because we get to see how we can change the store every week and every month. And you can imagine and you you can hear it. There's a lot that goes into it. But certainly Charlottesville and, like I said, the Shenandoah Valley, Richmond, um, some Washington, D.C. folks are represented as often as we can do it. And they always... I mean, it's, I have to say, it's mostly our favorites. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's beautiful. And, it, and so helpful, too, because I think it's true. You, you kind of help people avoid the paralysis of typing, even if you know the item you want, typing something in on Amazon and saying, oh, oh my yeah. goodness, there's a thousand. And yeah. all you know, all the ones at the top, I have to scroll through because they've been sponsored. Yes. So like, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, may, it probably isn't what I want, but they just stuck it there. Yeah. So to be able to sort of have individuals like yourself who are giving thought to this as mm-hmm. what you do and what you're good at so that by the time someone like me walks in the store, I'm not sifting through 10,000 mm-hmm. versions of the same thing. Mm-hmm. What you're having is, okay, I'm talking with you and you're saying, all right, this is what you're looking for and we've done kind of, you've done yeah. some of the we've work We've done the thought, me. absolutely, yeah. yeah. We thing- find that our gifts are, are practical and they're unique but they're also very thoughtful because mm-hmm. we've We've already, I mean, we've probably talked about it for 20 minutes before deciding to buy it. So um, it's something that we really try to do the work for people because gift giving is a part of life that's not going away. I mean, it's, it's a part of our culture. Um, some people, gift giving is their love language, and some mm-hmm. people, they think it's just like a waste of stuff, which mm-hmm. I think is a shame. But um, <laughs> either way, like, it's not going away. It's part of our culture, but it's also a part of our culture that adds a lot of stress to people. And so yeah. we just really try to do all of the ground work that we can um in the store we have gift bags already so you can just get it done in one one go like laura said we have birthday candles so if you're looking for a birthday gift we have the bag we have the candles like you can cross it off your list fully because we know what that's like we are very busy ladies so being able to cross something (laughs) fully off is like the best feeling in the world well and i have to say the story you two exchanged earlier about the bottle of wine because we are the first to say, and you can read it when somebody's unsure or they know exactly what the, cus- the customer, I keep saying customer, the <laughs> recipient, their loved one wants, right. but they don't know how to reflect it in yep. a thing. A bottle of wine, shout out to Ducard, is the best <laughs> gift if you have somebody who finds that they are interested in wine and there's a responsible way to share it. Because you're sharing the time together. Yes. And if you haven't had the moment when you're handing it off to share it, you're bookmarking the time together. Yeah. And if you enjoy that bottle with or without sharing it four ways, you're going to say, that was the best wine I had Absolutely. all month. See, and see, that's, that's the exactly. goal of a gift. So that, he's feeling very validated All this right time, now. <laughs> I've always told him, so, I mean, obviously when, when there were kids, we weren't able to do that, but as they've grown up, right, it was my favorite thing because it's like, now I have a bottle that they've purchased for me, but you would hope they put some thought into what kind of bottle they were getting, mm-hmm. and they do, they really do. Um, but then being able to open it up and sharing, and then you know talking about it, yeah. what do you think? Is this good? What does it go well with the food? And so yeah. that's the best thing. And 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 what I was going to say about about your shop in particular is that you can go on to online and and see a million things, but you're never going to find the local artisans most likely mm. because they're not going to be online. Mm-hmm. And those are the special things because when somebody makes something from their hands, mm-hmm. right? And they're only, like you said, Laura, you, maybe they can only make 10 or 20 of them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, chances are you're not going to find those online, right? And that's what you want because those are handmade. That's special, mm-hmm. right? That's come from the artist, you know, soul and heart. And those what makes special gifts, I think, you know? Yeah, So your absolutely. store is perfect for that. Well, yeah. we actually have a pop-up of all only 
handmade artisans. Um, so right across from us in Main Street Market, there was an empty space, and they have graciously let us fill it. And so we have a lot of contact with local vendors um, through Boss Babes and otherwise. And so we have about 14 or 15 vendors that we've kind of crammed into this little space. We're calling it the gift box because oh, it's adorable, <laughs> and it looks like very a nice. box. Yeah, it's a very, very like nice. rectangular-shaped <laughs> Uh, building and so um, it's in Main Street Market it's literally six feet across the way from us and it's all local people um, and it's been so fun to put together so we have our share of non-local people still amazing very thoughtful very curated gifts but then we also have that space that's like solely for that purpose so that's amazing oh I love that idea it is a little gift box box. so what would you say and I wasn't, but I, I kind of thought of this one as we were talking. Mm-hmm. What would you say for this time of year? Because obviously everyone kind of wants to be an aspiring good gift giver. You know, we uh, yeah. all have those people in our life that are mm-hmm. like, man, they always get like the right, yeah. the right thing. What advice would you have for people who want, you know, in this time of year as the holidays approach to give a good gift and to begin? What, what advice do you have for people who are starting off? Yeah. You know, my advice would be to go to... Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, what advice would you have for people beginning to think about that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I will start with one simple simple bit. And, and Kelly Jane, please, please jump off. But it really is about the feeling you want that person to experience. So two logistical things. Write a list of the people that you are hoping to gift for. And your heart is big, but you might forget because life is busy. We've talked about this. And families are large or coworkers are large. So give yourself 10 minutes and you can do it over coffee or at the end of the day and write down on your phone or in that old school pen and paper style the names of the people that you really want to make sure. And I'm talking husband, mom, dad, kids. Put the obvious on there because it gives your brain space to then go into the depths of what do I want them to feel. And I'm the mother of a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. And I know exactly what they want all the time. (laughs) It starts in January for the following year. But it is really interesting to observe them over the year and see what catches their eye and what interests they have. So I personally take those little, I'm a gifting nerd, I take those little notes and I try to surprise them because for them, everything is prescripted. They've looked online. They know what they want. And I really want them to feel... Somebody was listening, and I didn't know it, and not the creepy kind. The mommy loves me, kind, the Santa really, you know. Um, but you can take that in a much less, uh, you know, childish way and just say for the people that are important to you, you may know what they are going through, and it may be complete joy and life is good, and you just want to reaffirm that. That might feel easy. It might be a challenging time for them, and you want them to feel the love. That little bit of clarity before you walk into mm. a store will make all of the potential gifts to deliver that feeling so much more available to you. And something like a journal, which sounds, okay, I'll get a journal. Ugh, if you know this person is about to take on, a, maybe they're graduating, this new stage in their life, when better could you be writing down all the things that you will forget the next year or the next five years? It just gives you a clarity. And so I say aim, know your people, and aim for the feeling that you want them to feel. The stuff, you will figure it out as you go. Yeah, I I think my number one gifting tip is similar just in that um, people will tell you what they want if you're listening. If people around you that you want to buy a gift for and they just say something simple like, Ugh, like I really need a new laptop bag. And they're not they're not telling you. Maybe 10% of their brain is subconsciously <laughs> hoping that you hear, but 
people express their needs all the time in one way or the other. And a huge thing that um, I find in my research, because um, I do a lot of reading with social, social psychologists about what makes a good gift, because I don't want to be telling people something that isn't true. And so I really try to make sure that it has backing. And what they'll tell you is that gifts that you can use every day that are very practical are actually the best gifts. And they might be boring to you. It doesn't have the flash of like, I got you a brand new car. <laughs> but something as simple as like, wow, somebody really listened to that. I needed a new laptop bag. Um, and it's something that you get the added bonus of because they use it every day, they're going to think of you every single time they use it. And so we always just talk about how gifts are a way to bridge relationships. They're a way to build connection. And that connection deepens when somebody feels like, wow, they really know me. They got me something I'm actually going to use and not just throw in the trash mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. throw in a donation box. Mm -hmm. um, and they met an actual need. I think um, we have a connotation of gifts that they're just like, luxury or just fluff, mm -hmm. but gifts can be things that you do use in a very simple way every single day, and that means the world to people. Yeah. Um, so I really just encourage people to be a good listener. If you don't feel like you are naturally a good gift giver, which is fine, we all have our strengths, we all have our love languages, but if you are just listening to the needs of the people around you, that will go so far. And delivery makes a huge difference. And mm -hmm. delivery, two ways. Heartfelt this is my gift to you, and the delivery of our exchange will be a memory forever. Mm. Alternatively, the actual delivery of how you've packaged this gift, which we also love with that basketball concept. Yeah. And yes, we have these really beautiful bags, uh, reusable, where you can put a gift in, and it's that classic delivery. It's, it's mm -hmm. going to present right. a nice yeah. first right. foot. But if you have, I know in my family, somebody was thinking of the holidays, and they really know a gift card is the best thing to get this individual because they want to help with all of the things they're weighing financially, mm -hmm. but they don't know exactly the what and the where. And that's okay. Here's a gift store saying, that's okay. But what I <laughs> I said was we'll get that gift card and add it this particular one was for sports oriented individual add a fantastic water bottle of which we have fantastic charlotteville <laughs> water bottles and just you know jazz it up a little bit because exactly. you might feel under performing when you hand over what you a feel is card, yeah. simple but what you've done is said i know you well enough to know that you will find joy in finding how to spend this money <laughs> and by the way let's do it with a theme of sports mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean um, all of that matters and it also point. shows them gosh you 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 didn't do this 10 minutes ago. Mm, and yeah. even if you did it quickly, you did it with thought about me. And we mm. all know yeah. a moment of that that's feels good. That's the important part. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Very well said. That's, yeah. Those, that's fantastic advice. I, I've been writing it down, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take notes. So take notes. So this has been such a pleasure. Last question I always love to ask. So where can people find you both physically and online um, yeah all right let me do physical and one little service i'd love you guys yes. to know about and then i'll pass to our social media just queen <laughs> uh, for all of the places to find us digitally she and our team member b so we are located at again main street market it's the yep. purple building on west main uh 416 west main street we are inside so do Find your way into the fantastic parking for Charlottesville, really great parking. Cool. And uh, inside, you will find Basketful Lifestyle and Gifts. Directly across from us, truly 10 feet, you will find the gift box, which okay. is where we have through the month of December, uh, through really the 24th, um, everybody remember your dates, <laughs> uh, some fantastic local vendors. On our website, uh, shopbasketful.com, we have a service that is personal shopping. So for those who are listening and still just don't have the time or the confidence to know that they're going to get the gift they're really seeking, you can, in a two-second web form, 
put your name, put the name of the person you want a gift for, any summary, and it could be in-depth, which we see, or very vague. It's my dad, he loves this, he hates this, and we run with it. We mm-hmm. also have a few categories that give us a good idea of if it's professional only or witty and fun or really romantic. And so we try to make that outlet available and easy, and that is on our website. It's a great service. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's free. Especially somebody like me, right? <laughs> <laughs> here to help. Here to yeah, help. exactly. Even if, you know, after all the amazing tips that we just shared, if you're still <laughs> like, what do I do? Um, we curate it for you. And um, it's really fun to kind of brainstorm. And because we're so small, we can do a lot of back and forth of like, hey, we have these three ideas. What do you think? Oh, those are terrible. Okay, no worries. We'll go back to the drawing board. And so we can do a lot of that exchange. Um, so yeah, you can find that on our website. And then also on Instagram at shopbasketful. Um, we also share gift tips on there all the time. All of our reels oh, are basically so about either amazing products we have or just about how to think about gift giving because that's something, again, that people do find really challenging, but it's not going anywhere. So you can find us at mm-hmm. shopbasketful on Instagram. And if you want to see the fun and gift giving, look through the reels because we have had a year's worth plus of really exciting and just cute and, and creative. I can sit there looking for one to see what the latest was post mm-hmm. with this fantastic creative team <laughs> at Basketball Lifestyle and Gifts. And I will sit there for an hour in the full social media rabbit hole of how funny our reel from six months ago <laughs> And we're really proud that it's starting to make its way into the world. So thank you guys Absolutely. so much for the well, opportunity to share. Yeah. Thank you both really for coming on. It's Absolutely. been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, Super easy to find. Shop yes. Basketball. Right. Right. On Instagram or online. That's yep. right. And it's That's right a- here. I mean, everybody right knows here. where everybody the purple building is. The purple building. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really, thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. Kelly Jane, thanks for coming on thank today. You. Thank you. Thank you both. It. We appreciate it. And Merry Christmas yes. to both of you. Happy yeah, holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so as we go ahead and swap here yeah. from some two... You know, I was thinking about when we were talking about the list, right? So I was thinking about the fact that the one thing I can definitely do is write the names. After that's where I get lost. Start. But it's a good start for me. Oh yeah, no, it's great, excellent advice, and then and, and just the I think the range of service is so special too because you're you're sitting there right, and you know sometimes you might have great advice, but also like something happens, like life happens, and yeah. you're like oh man, I don't have the time to That's do this, true. I don't have the time to act on this, exactly. So it, it's great to also have that little extra service of like. Writing it out so that two yeah. experts can like help you. To with help that. you absolutely, you know, because that's something that you sometimes you really need. I mean, you you may have a good idea of what you want, but it's just not specific enough. And to be able to go to somebody and say, well, here, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to buy this for my wife or my son or whoever it may be or my colleague, and and give them some background on what that person, you know, feels or likes, and then be able to have you know them help you exactly. is is great. So significant, yeah, exactly. It's 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 important. Couple um, couple okay, shout outs here. Rosalia de Rosalia Cordaro liked in the show this morning. Uh, Vanessa Parkhill liked in the show this morning. So it's uh, it is uh, we got some fans joining us and uh, and sending us their uh, their love this morning. So appreciate it. And from love this transition here because we're going from uh, let's do that one. Going from gift giving to gift givings to, to great to, to, one of the best to, gifts you could give someone, which is the and gift receive of, <laughs> and receive, which is uh, wine. which is wine. Yeah. So, and as you can see, you know, Xavier and I getting our a little a little something poured here for us. Um, we're really thrilled to welcome to the show this morning Scott Elif. He is the owner of Ducard Vineyards. Scott, it is an absolute pleasure. Welcome. Yes. To have you joining us. Thank you. Welcome. Happy to be here. 
Happy to, happy to have you here. Better put out exhibit A. <laughs> there you go. We got some exhibits on set here. This way people can go. see the okay. see the the label right there. <laughs> That's it. So Scott, I mean, it, this is a real pleasure to have you here, and th thanks so much for bringing us some some wine to taste. For those who haven't met you yet, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself first and how you started uh, Dutard Vineyards. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Really happy to be, to be here. I must say it's. Uh, it's terrific to follow the basketball ladies uh, after our segment. I think I need to go down there and, and uh, get some gifts for the, the, the hard to, to match. But uh, they mentioned, and you did too, that uh, wine is a great gift that oh, way. Always. We actually have some gift packs on our, uh, on our website. So, uh, yeah, so Fantastic. not really why I'm here, but uh, no, thank you. So uh, I planted the grapes uh, in 2001, so it's been okay. a long time. It's yeah. been 20, yeah. 23 years, I guess, in the ground, and it all sort of happened by... By accident, almost. We bought a country property. We lived in D.C. It was a getaway. Uh, I was a Boy Scout, so I always wanted to be out in the country. Mm -hmm. And uh, we bought out there. And the front of it, though, was a dead old apple orchard. It was part of uh, the Graves uh, family estate. It had been abandoned for many years, so, you know, it didn't look so good. You don't really want to have your friends come out and have to drive through that. So <laughs> the, uh, I searched around a little bit and came across the idea of planting grapes on the property. So I didn't know anything about it. So this is totally insane but uh we're in the 23rd year of, of insanity we grew the grapes for a while made a lot of mistakes uh, ultimately we learned how to do it sold the grapes off to other people you know it was all fine I had beautiful grapes out my <laughs> country view right country gent and everything exactly but the other guys won big awards for the wines that were, were made with our grapes you think really well, yeah and you wow. think well you think that's cool right absolutely yeah. well it just sort of <clears throat> pissed you off because of your <laughs> grapes so so it took about a day and a half to design a winery and a tasting room, and uh, it was 2010 that we opened. And so we've, uh, we've been open ever since, and I think we've carved out kind of an uh, interesting special uh, niche up in Madison County uh, bordering the Shenandoah National Park. So. Which is really beautiful. And here we are. Yeah, yeah, it is beautiful. So It is. So that's so, fantastic. So, so, I mean, what, yeah, tell us a little bit about the grapes. Yeah, no, I was going to say, what kind of grapes uh, do you eat yeah, to, yeah, to make well, the, today the we've white got, and red? Today I brought a, a Viognier uh, and a Cabernet Franc, actually, okay. and they both have a little bit of a special story. Viognier, for a while, was the state grape, quote-unquote. Uh, but I think that's sort of changed around and in part, you know, we wanted to have something in Virginia that was unique and not just another California and Viognier was a variety that we thought would work well in, in Virginia. It comes from the Rhone Valley and uh, can handle the heat and humidity and so forth that we have and so, you know, so that's that's been fine and uh, uh, but I think uh, nobody wanted a state grape that they didn't actually grow on their own property so it's a little hard, you know, for, for any any grape now to be called the state grape so that's fallen out of favor a little bit but that was the first wine that we ever won a, a big award for so it's kind of close to my heart that way and uh, Cabernet Franc we brought uh, also today and that just won an award as the number one Cab Franc in Virginia actually Wow! Uh, there are people that do, do these contests you yes. send in the wine you know it's blind tasting and mm -hmm. they, they report back out it was the press fraction report and they did it for all the states in the east that have wine and uh, called us up one day and said guess what you're number one in Virginia so that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah. anyway, congratulations! So, yeah. Terrific. So, well, we're excited that we're excited to try them. So, yeah. So, cheers to you guys. Cheers. So, thanks. Cheers. So, I got the I got the white wine, and Alex has the, uh, the, uh, yeah, the Cabernet Franc. Frank. There's no right or wrong, I guess. Nope. At a different hour of the mm -hmm. day, you'll pick something different, so mm -hmm. that's fine. So, oh, that's good. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is very good. Yeah. Oh, it's it's flavor. you know it's kind of interesting to uh, to drink the product that you mm -hmm. you know totally made no. yourself you know and uh, mm -hmm. our approach to this is uh, 
uh, is uh, authenticity is probably a really good word for it, in that we grow almost all our own grapes on site and now two other uh, vineyards in the county that we, we operate actually make all the wine on site and sell it almost all direct to consumer at our place. Yeah, we're on the website and you can order or you could order a gift pack or whatever shipped to almost every state. But but the whole idea is the experience yeah, and coming out and enjoying it on our patio and music on the patio on, on Saturdays and Sundays or special events that we have. Oh, that must be fantastic. And just, uh, you know, just sort of a, a getaway from the from the real world. Yeah, nice. That's very nice. I was going to ask you. So, how how do you what do you use to for the um, for the white wine as far as fermentation is concerned? Uh, white wines are all uh, fermented in stainless steel, stainless steel okay. and and released pretty much the next spring after okay. after a processing in the fall. We like our whites to be sort of fresh, vibrant, That's exact, uh, slightly yeah. acidic, yeah. and so forth. Yeah, you know there are white wines that that age well at older. French Chardonnay or whatever, but uh, in our case, mostly we want them to be uh, it's sort of a spring summertime yeah. wine, I think, and the the acidity gives it a little little, little pop and, yeah. uh, and so yeah. forth on a on a hot. This day. is a nice blend, though. I mean, it's got a little acidic, but it's also very smooth on the, yeah, on the yeah. tongue. Yeah, I, right. I enjoyed it very much. Right. Yeah, right. And how about the the red wines? How do you? Well, you know, red you red wines. We all we almost all. That's why this is kind of an interesting one to bring. Our red wines are aged in, in oak barrels, French oak barrels French, for us, okay. Um, okay. and uh, uh, so they they age for a, a year or maybe two years in in oak before they. Uh, uh, before they're released, and that's what gives sort of the the uh, the, the added character of red wine, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but what we did interestingly with this one is this is an unoaked Cabernet Franc. Oh, it's completely stainless steel, and uh, we have a French uh, winemaker, great great guy, has been with us from the beginning, Julian, and he came to me and said, you know, not all red wine has to be aged in in oak in the Loire Valley of, of France, they've been doing that for a while. You know, they're like only 500 years. So they have a Cabernet Franc that is typically done in, not in, in oak. So I said, let's give it a try. And uh, we did. So it's in, in stainless steel over there. It's mostly uh, uh, fermented in, in concrete, but I don't have any concrete tanks now. I think he wants me to get some. <laughs> but uh, we have stainless steel and a lot of pour-overs and some other things and so forth. And, and it's terrific. You know, you'd think oh, a red wine fantastic. maybe without oak doesn't have the character or the richness or the tanner or whatever. No, actually. In fact, it's sort of uh, the purest expression of the grape of the because grape. it's not, it doesn't have the sort of oak thinking. influence. It doesn't too. have the, yeah. that's yeah. the interesting part. It still yeah. has the robustness. Yes, and the depth of flavor, right? But you don't, yeah, you don't have that kind of oakiness that sometimes can permeate in different levels depending on the wine. Exactly, you're yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get some wines that are really over oaked, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, California's grapes are different, but you know, you look at a lot of uh, boutique wineries out there, and they'll they'll age their wine, their red wines in 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 oak barrels for three years or longer, mm-hmm. new oak barrels, which gives the most oakiness to yeah. it. And in our case, that would just, all you'd be getting is, a, is oak on a stick mm-hmm. sort of thing <laughs> uh, in your glass, and we don't want that. So it's interesting, you know, you have to, you have to uh, uh, balance out what you do based on your grapes, your terroir, the individual seasons, mm-hmm. uh, everything to try to, to bring forth the, the best uh, product. And it's all very small batch, so, you know, this, this Cab Franc is going to be gone in about another <laughs> month or so, and then we'll just see what happens next year, you know. Exactly. So kind of so, fun, actually. So, so, so I'm curious, because so, you said you knew nothing about wines. Now, do you get a chance to kind of taste the wine as it as it as it matures, or or is that just the uh, the the winemaker that? Oh, uh, winemaker lets choice? me in there every once in a while. <laughs> but, uh, we also uh, ascribe to the concept that wine is made in the vineyard. You know, it's the quality of the grapes that yeah. 
that really mm -hmm. determine everything. Sure. And of course, Mother Nature has a lot to do with that, but you're sort of you know balancing out the conditions every year mm -hmm. and so forth. So we're in the vineyard every day, basically. I mean, it's a really hands-on sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then and then in the winery as well. But you know, red wine in particular, it it just sits quietly and ages, leave it alone for a little while, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so we're we're monitoring all the time, and sometimes you know right at harvest that you that you have a shot at a really great year, right. And sometimes you know that you're barely getting by, uh, uh, but but it also gets reinforced as you start to taste the red wines mm -hmm. in barrel after a while, and you're going, "Wow, the potential yeah. of this particular vintage, you know, is going to be realized." Exactly. Getting a little goosebumps even thinking about that. So. Well, speaking of that, so this year, because I mean, at least you know, I live in Virginia, also right here in Charlottesville, yeah. we had a very dry year, right? Right. Would right. you expect that to be a good year for? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been telling people it's it's either the best or second best vintage. Uh, ever, yeah, uh, we we're the only kind of farming that likes a hot and dry. <laughs> we don't we don't any water. We don't fertilize. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't irrigate uh, anything. It's a you know tough love sort of thing yeah. for the vines. Let Mother Nature do its and job. It was absolutely bone dry all summer yeah. at our place. You walk across a a little bridge uh, and there's a little stream, mountain stream there. Pop them run on the way into the tasting room, and everybody stops and looks down at the stream. You know, well the stream was completely dry. It was just rocks. It was yeah. even on the bottom of the rocks if you picked them up it would be dry yeah. and so uh so julian reminded me that the only other time it's been that dry during the summer was 2010 and that was the best vintage we had had for sure um and so this has the promise of being a really really great vintage so so that's oh, one, one great so if you're a wheat farmer you know but uh <laughs> so we, don't, we don't try to push it too hard but uh you know so but uh it was good it was it was good for us or potentially anyway absolutely so yeah. what's it been like i mean what are I mean, I guess opportunities, challenges of growing wine in Virginia in particular. Yeah, the w w Mother Nature is not your friend. I mean, all year round, you know, you you hear this certainly in the in the springtime that oh my gosh, we got a late frost, and yeah. you know, all the early budding Chardonnay south of Charlottesville got frosted, and you know what happens is the little buds that come out if they get frosted. They're the ones that become the shoots that have the grapes on them, right. and so you've lost part or all of your yeah. your uh, your harvest for that year. Yeah. Now you still have to do all the work in the vine to maintain it as a long-run, you know, vine and everything. But you're doing that, realizing you're not going to get any grapes. I mean, how tough is that? Wow. You know, so the, the hell of a way to start the springtime <laughs> exactly, off. You know? yes. And uh, we had one year a few years ago, 2020, where we had seven different frost events. Uh, and a lot of people lost a lot. We lost 100% on one of our, our three uh, three vineyard sites. Wow. So, you know, it's not a just-in-time business. You have to buffer and have some inventory mm -hmm. and some yeah. stuff in barrel that's aging so that you'll have something, mm -hmm. you know, for people. But, um, so so that's a welcome to, you know, welcome to the grape growing season. Yeah. And then you got you got summertime, and you got insects that are out to get mm -hmm. you, and, uh, uh, and then in the fall you have, you think you're, you're getting everything just perfect, and then a big hurricane comes in. Yeah. And a hurricane drops a foot of rain on you, and the grape is the vine is really Boom. good at sucking up the water, yeah. and so that super small, super concentrated, fabulous uh, grape that you have is getting blown up, blown up, yep. sucked all that water and diluted, and then you go from you know great season to just barely getting by. So, yeah. so it's a terror all the time, not for the uh, faint of heart, right? <laughs> so, absolutely. But here we are. What what would you say about the 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 wines that it produces though for all its its challenges? I mean, are there particular are these particular grapes that you do well? Yeah, yeah, they they do, and and you know, there's hundreds of grapevines around the world, and. Uh, 
uh, we're pretty new in this as an industry, 20, 30, 50, 50 yeah. years maybe or so. You know, France, Italy, every place else have been doing this for hundreds of years, thousand years, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but we're a bunch of cowboys. You know, if you've got property, you plant whatever damn grape you want, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and there are people that plant because that's their favorite. Well, it may or may not make it over the long run. It may not be correctly suited to here. So. Right. You know, uh, you get to Burgundy after 500 years, they figured out that, that uh, two grapes is all they need. Uh, they got Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Well, you know, so we're evolving uh, on that, but it's really fun. There's a lot of diversity, a lot of individuality uh, out here. We're all just sort of passionately pursuing what we think is best for our, for our site and everything. And, uh, and we're starting to get some recognition for it. Uh, one of the big wine magazines named uh, the Charlottesville area as the wine region of the year. Worldwide. Yeah, I, I saw that. I yeah. saw that exactly. Yeah. And so everybody's running with that as, as publicity, and and uh, we do blind tastings against California and other places, and put a little scare into them every once in a while. <laughs> but you know, we're a drop in the bucket compared to mm -hmm. anybody else. So we we make uh, three thousand cases of wine a year. It sounds like a lot. We harvest sixty tons of grapes and so forth. But uh, uh, but you know, something that you see in the grocery store where you recognize the brand name, or it's got a nice picture, and that's why you on the label. That's why you pull it. You know, mm -hmm. and buy it. Um, those are typically 500,000 to a million cases a year. Wow. Okay, The number one wine in the country, Chateau Saint-Michel uh, Reserve Chardonnay, is 2.5 million cases a year. Well, wow. we made 200 cases of one Chardonnay and 100 cases of the other Chardonnay last year. So what is that, a minute and a half worth of supply? <laughs> you know, so it's a different product, yeah, right? It it's all hand-tended, yeah. very small lot, very mm -hmm. focused and everything, and so... Yeah, we're able to put that that dedication and focus into it because it's not this some is this, this is embodiment of what you've been working on exactly. for twenty some years or at a minimum, you know, the last year or two. So absolutely, T tell us about some of the awards. I know I, it was going to be actually one of my questions. You mentioned it, but I'm, just, I'm I'm looking at the website and I'm like. Oh, whoa. Uh, and and there's, a, there's been a number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really great. You know, I mean, we're probably the harshest critics, and I don't, I don't send our wines in, in uh, very often. We mm -hmm. have a nice uh, contest very professionally done in Virginia. It's called the Governor's Cup, mm -hmm. and that's what we mostly use as, as the as standard. And if you got a gold medal in the, in the Virginia Governor's Cup, that's a pretty, pretty good mark. Sure. You know, you put you, means sort of effectively you're a top 10% mm -hmm. top wine. Yeah. So, uh, so you'll see we've got a whole lot of of, uh, of, of gold medals. Uh, P, P, uh, uh, Petit Verdot on our site does really really well. You see, pretty much every time that we've submitted something, we've been a gold medal for that. But, um, but again, that's a hundred cases a year, you know. And we're out of stock right now. We have people walk in all the time and ask, uh, you "Got Petit Verdot on the menu now?" Well, no, not yet. But be, be patient, you know. And when it's about to sell out, they say, "Well, why don't you just you know order more?" Well, no, there's the vineyard out there. It only produced so much, you know, about being slightly uh, disconnected from your food supply, from your wine supply, you know. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, been, that's been really fun. The, uh, the award for the Viognier that I mentioned it was the first one that got an award. There's a great wine movie. There are a lot of great wine movies. Uh, one is called uh, Bottle Shock. Mm, and it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's all right, yeah. So it was about the um, 
the upstart uh, unknown sort of dirt scratch around farmers in California. That's right. That uh, this guy discovered maybe was making some good wine, and so they did a, a blind tasting contest with with France, and all the the big uh, French guys said, "Sure, we'll we'll do that." You know, the blind comparison between French and Virginia on a variety uh, in California on a variety by variety basis. What do we have to lose? We don't even know who these guys are. Exactly. Yeah. And and as it turns out, and that doesn't spoil the movie, I don't think, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, California won in both white wine and red wine and put them on the map, on the map like yeah. in a second and a half on the worldwide exactly. map. So mm-hmm. we're, not, we're kind of the next generation of unknown scratch-around uh, dirt wine farmers, you know, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so about a decade ago, we did our own contest. Um, and we had uh, a group of uh, sommeliers pick Virginia wines and another group pick uh, French wines or worldwide wines and compared them. And they picked our... Uh, our Viognier uh, as the the wine to represent Virginia, and it went up against the you know French counterpart yeah. to wow. Condria and so forth. And uh, actually, the, the guy who was the head judge was the guy that's in the movie, Stephen Spurrier. Oh, really? He died oh. recently, not the football coach, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he was the one who set set that up 25 years yeah. ago, and his career was as a as a wine judge and critic around the world. Who knew that that was a career? But I guess it was. So <laughs> good uh, career. And, and he was, and so they so they they tasted the wines, and and we tied them. Uh, we had two professional judges vote for us and two vote for the 100-year-old wow. uh, in business, uh, you know, French guy. Wow. And the, the whole room was, like, you know, taken aback that, oh, my God, this is bottle shock all over again. Virginia's, <laughs> Virginia's <laughs> getting on the map. Virginia's on the map, too, here so, now. I didn't know how it was going to come out. It might have been that they said this stuff is dreck and who's the guy you know, with, with, with wine A and how would I get out of the room fast enough, you know. But so was, this was early on for me, uh, so... So I said, "Wow, we're on to something." So, so every time I have a vineyard, yeah, I think of that story and that wine. That's a great Earlier story. Earlier vintage, obviously, but story, you know, yeah. really fun. So, yeah. that is a lot of fun, yeah. and 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 I love the idea of like really, it's meant, you know, part of the, with the small batch, just because it's it's in in a, in a certain way, it's meant to go out there, yeah, see, you know, go to the tasting room, see the vines, drink the wine while you're there, come home with the bottle, yeah. Yeah, we we do we do tours in the vines. I mean, who does that? We walk people around, explain how we do it, and, oh, wow. and uh, you know, walk around in the winery as well. You know, you get to see the oak barrels. That's cool. But but what hardly anybody does take you around in the in the vines and explain. You know, that's the that's the the, the production. That's the, the raw material supply. So that's pretty. You know, that's pretty, pretty neat. Pretty yeah, that's yeah, that is yeah. neat. That is neat. I would yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say both for the most part, it's it's harder. I think breweries and distilleries kind of have that reputation of doing tours, but it's nice to have a vineyard where you can actually like see see the vines, yeah, and yeah, and learn you know, how it's made. Yeah. And not all, uh, no secret, I suppose, but not all not all operators in Virginia are growing their own grapes or growing them on site. You know, like 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 we do. Mm-hmm. There's a sort of hybrid models. It's good for the consumer. It's you know, it's a party venue, but maybe not so so fully the. The hands-on dirt farmers taking it all the way vertically integrated, if yeah. you will. You know, so so we have a soft spot for those that are really doing the dirty work in the mm-hmm. vineyard right. as well as making right. the making the wine and everything. And so, uh, yeah, we had a uh, interesting. Uh, you know, after all this time, I figured I've gotten every question you know possible, right? Uh, but I had a question a couple of weeks ago that was for the first time ever, and it was very interesting. Somebody said, "How many chemists do you have on your staff?" Chemists? I don't have any friggin' chemists, you know, right? And so I explained, you know, we just have a winemaker and vineyard manager and, you know, tasting room staff and explained the process and everything for us. I figured out the reason why they asked it. They had been to a big production California winery 
who was bragging about the fact that regardless of the weather or the quality of the crop, that they can make all kinds of adjustments to get a consistent nationwide, you know, brand name McDonaldized wine. Oh yeah, we changed the production method. You know, uh, add uh, add tannin, uh, add add acid, uh, add uh, uh, make readjust uh, all kinds of different things, uh, color, so forth. Uh, because the requirement for them is that they have a consistent national brand. You know. Yeah. And uh, and so they got these chemists to do it, you know. Wow. Well, for us, if it's a bad year, you know, it's a it's a it's a bad year. If yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great year, you know, terrific. We celebrate it. Great year. Probably we have less wine because it's the berries are smaller and more concentrated, so we get less juice out of them. But you know, whatever. One year we had a, a what I thought was a bad year. It rained an awful lot, 2020, and the red wines were very light and they didn't have a lot of character to them and so forth. And I thought, you know, how are we even going to sell these? You know, and it turned out. Stupid me! It turns out they were super, uh, uh, super popular mm-hmm. in the summertime because yeah. it's a lighter oh, red a light, wine. Yeah, it's it's light not over right. you know. You can drink it while it's hot outside, mm-hmm. and so forth. So we kind of celebrate what nature gives us, and, and that's it. So if yeah, you're if you're a chemist, I don't need your resume for uh, <laughs> uh, for uh, <laughs> a job at Ducard. Okay, we're we're just going with nature, what gives yeah. us, and with. Let the chips fall. And, yeah. and that's the beauty. That. I was just going to say that's yeah. the beauty of it, right? To right. be able to the one year the wine is like. Outrageous! It's like it's like ports, right? I mean, if every year the port was exactly the same, it's like eh, it's just another port. That right? industry, I mean, the report industry, it yeah. thrives on the fact on the fact, yeah, that every decade or so there's a really good year and which is better than the others. Because if it was the same exactly. every seven or a yeah. year, there yeah. wouldn't be much interest in. Oh, this is a 2017 yeah. vintage, and that was a good year. If it was identical. And, and the fact that the yeah, wine yeah. changes every single year, in a, to some respect, depending on the weather, depending on how much water you get, how much sun you get, mm-hmm. and anything else that may have gone on in the vineyard, right? right? And that's the beauty. You take the wine, it's like, yeah, this one's a little different than last year. Very, and here's one. Very, very natural product. Yeah, exactly. Just, uh, Once you like stop putting chemicals in, grapes, it's like, grapes you know, in it's the glass, right? Yeah. yeah. And do you notice that? Do you notice that from from year to year there are slight, just a result of the grapes, you'll you'll say, okay, this one's. Do you adjust at all? Or do you kind of just accept? Okay, yeah, this this we, year's wine is done. We we, t- like we take this. we take what nature gives yeah. us. You know, you got to kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you know, pretty much all of us in Virginia recognize that yeah. because you go into this, you know, probably I didn't know anything going into it, but you go into it thinking, you know, I'm a type A guy and I'm going to control what what happens. <laughs> pretty much realize that you ain't got much control over nature on that and you're going to get what you get, you know, so you make the best of it. And, uh, and you know, there's different tastes. That's why, you know, light red wine in summertime turned out to be particularly yeah, absolutely. nice. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe wouldn't have been the, the, the best wine with a, you know, super, super filet or, or something at a, on a, you know, romantic dinner. You want something that's a, that's a heavier duty to stand up to that, that food or whatever. But, okay, we got another vintage that actually, uh, you know, matches that. So yeah. it's, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Just, just, yeah, just got to buy the idea. wine every single year and keep them and know which is which and say, okay. Exactly. This meal, we got to have this wine because it's a little lighter. This one, this wine because it's a little. And sure, we have tasting notes. And actually, we have little videos about all the wine on, oh, our, really? on our website, too. That, ah, okay. uh, my, my shy uh, winemaker does some of them. And, uh, uh, and I do some of them. And our tasting room manager does some of them. And, uh, and we have a voiceover of a bobblehead that does a couple of them <laughs> and you know, so forth. So you can get a little bit of sort of personal you know, testimonial yeah. about, yeah. Each, about each of the wines. Uh, on the on the website. That's beautiful. That's fabulous. You know, that is fabulous. I realize actually, like it's it's. I know sometimes it's more challenging to make red than white, 
in Virginia, but this is an excellent. Good, thank thread. you. It's all challenging, but it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's all super fulfilling, you know, when it comes out uh, comes out well. I can so. imagine, yeah. I you can know, imagine, so it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic, and just I just love the concept of just kind of taking what what Mother Nature gives you, saying, and letting the grapes determine what the, what art, the wine art, is. artisanal, authentic, yeah. um, crazy. That's what it all is, but. <laughs> But they're kind of crazy. And, and crazy and crazy fun, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to enjoy it. Like you said, it's, it's a fruit of your labor. And then yeah. finally you open up a bottle, you taste it, you say, all that work that went to this. Yeah. And, and all the worrying that I had because this day it rained, this day it was for us, whatever. Right. And now you have a final product. You can say, this, this was good. You know, enjoyed it. You, you need a job in my marketing department, I think. <laughs> so. We're just big fans. You know, I was, I, was, I was thinking about the basket ladies, you know, and about gifts and so forth. And they're talking about matching the the gifts, and you guys riffed on, on on how wines match it up as well. And I was thinking while I was, while I was waiting over there that, well, you know, what I do is sort of an Amazon gift card is what you do because you got everybody you don't really know what they want. Yeah. Well, with their business, you can, you know, they can help you figure out what somebody wants and, and do it. But, uh, uh, but wine is kind of the liquid equivalent of an Amazon gift card, yes, right? So, kind of is. you know, if, if, if in doubt, you can you can give wine to somebody. Everybody brings it to your dinner party, you know, yeah. uh, as, as, as the hostess gift or whatever, But uh, and you send it to people uh, for, for gifts. So we, we put together some packs on the website, or you can just pick what you want and you want, send it to people and so forth. Also, there's so. a nice variety, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mo- mostly we just we want people to come up to uh, uh, to Madison County and mm-hmm. sit on our patio and look over the the backside of Old Rag, and we border the Shenandoah National Park, and it's wow. sort of ridiculously beautiful and quaint. Yeah, and amazing. It's, it's kind of a winological and psychological getaway from the real world. Yes. Beautiful. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great combination. <laughs> and sometimes I, 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 I noticed on your website that you know, a lot of people recognize that because you're like number one on uh, TripAdvisor. For uh, Central Virginia, so. you, you 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 live in terror of, of oh. reviews from people, but uh, uh, but yeah, people have been very very kind uh, in terms of the quality of the experience that they get and the quality of the wine. So absolutely. That's so wonderful. if people want to come visit, uh, where where how can they get to the to the winery? Yeah. And then what's like the website and the yeah way yeah out? yeah. Well, it's up in Madison County, so uh, it's uh, we're in Charlottesville right now. But from Charlottesville, it's forty five minutes uh, north up to the town of Madison, and then you kind of keep okay. on going northwest and smaller and smaller roads and a lot of people come over from richmond you can cut mm-hmm. the corner uh not come through charlottesville but come uh 230 231 across or whatever people come out from from dc down it's a great uh, weekend getaway these days every property seems to be on airbnb so you can pick an airbnb and make a weekend of it and, mm-hmm. and hang out and music on the patio and special events that we have chocolate and wine pairing and and wine education classes and uh, oyster festivals and all kinds of other things, et cetera. So, um, um, yeah, so it's it, it. Everybody says, "Well, wow, I got here, and you're in the middle of nowhere. We're at the end edge of nowhere, yeah. actually." <laughs> but but fine. But keep the faith, and you can find your way out there. Uh, and on the website, we're on uh, ducardvineyards.com. Ducardvineyards.com. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I would really encourage people. I mean, just from the website itself, you can tell how beautiful it is. Events. It looks like every weekend. In, in December too, you got stuff going on. Yeah, you know it's interesting. It's been 13 years that we've been open. Every week, I still get an email from a musician saying, 
you know, we're a singer-songwriter, we'd like to play a Ducard. And we've got our favorites for so long. It's, it turns out we're a pretty tough ticket for somebody new to mm-hmm. get in there. You know, we rotate it around a little yeah. bit. But we have music on every Saturday, uh, in season on Friday nights and Sunday afternoons and so forth. So we're not the Jefferson Theater, but we're like half of that. We yeah. have like 100 or 150 music events wow. uh, in the, over the course of the year. Which is fantastic. And it's just, uh, you know, it's relaxing. It's, it's uh, it not, not a, a quiet concert or something. Mm-hmm. It's just music is going and... And somebody you relax to or dance to or whatever the, whatever the thing is. And just That's part of the whole ambiance, right? Exactly. So, beautiful yeah. views, great yeah, yeah. music, and fantastic wine. Yeah, so, beautiful. Yeah. You need to be in our marketing department, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pleasure it's, to be it's, here. It's, Thank it's, you. It's it's we're time wine time. lovers, so I mean, exactly. it's, uh, it's, and, and it's when you taste good us. wine, and it's, like I said, especially with family and friends. You talk about the wine and the yeah. food you eat, and yeah. it's, it's it's a blessing. You know? Beautiful to be we'll continued, to, then, guys. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. Thank you so we'll much sure for coming. Back. Yeah, my Absolutely. pleasure. Well, especially now that you told us that this this year's might be. Uh, That's yeah. it. All <laughs> right. Keep an eye on that. Okay, we're having. He's rolling back. up his sleeves. He's ready to go. Vintage. Make <laughs> sure right. we we get out there early. Well, it's been a pleasure to have Thank you. Thank you guys really very much. Thank you, Scott. My pleasure. Thank you. a great great show this week. Absolutely, that was good. Loved it. That's that. It's. Have to admit that was very that was. Really good wine. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, just, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's amazing just when people put in dedication and passion and just break things. Well, the, the other thing is what I like. I mean, you know, both. You know, they have. You can see they have the passion for what they do. Uh, in case of Scott, he didn't know what he was he was getting to it, but you can see now the passion in there. But the beauty of it, especially with with the wine, is like like he said, it's it's just nature. You just have to. Take what nature gives you. Yeah. I mean, help it along. I mean, I assume there's there's times where you could say, I could do, we could do this, we could do that to make sure that you know this particular vineyard doesn't get damaged by frost or whatever it be, may be. Right? They probably mm-hmm. know more. But in essence, I guess the point is, there's a passion. But in in this case with the wine, it's like you're there and saying, it's up to it's up to the good Lord of nature to decide what kind of vintage we're going to have. Yep. But to then be able to enjoy it anyway, no matter what it is, and and it's um. And it's a beautiful spot. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is worthwhile so going visit. Absolutely. So be sure to check it out. Loved being on with you today. A couple more shots. I know uh, Bill McChesney watching the show uh, this morning. Uh, Dr. Elizabeth Derpy watching the show this morning. So we got some great, great force joining. Thanks to everyone who watched today and, and gave us a like. Absolutely, we appreciate it. Uh, just a reminder: we had them on last week. Oratorio Society of Virginia. That their concert's going to be coming up next weekend. Was, yeah, next weekend. So not this weekend, but the following. Uh, and it's done in their uh, December uh, December sixteenth, two thirty and seven thirty. They're going to be on there. Uh, next week we'll have on China Strosina and uh, Vladislav Dolia uh, from uh, Dan Shorts for Ballroom. I know Vlad. Oh, I yes. was going to say, are those the That's, guys that taught you and yes, Elizabeth how to? Yes, if they can teach me how to dance, show, if they can teach you they how, can how to teach anyone how to dance. So uh, they'll be joining us uh, next week. Thank you, Scott. Uh, thank you so much, Scott. That's um, couple of shout-outs. Thanks again to Emergent Financial Services, Castle Hill Cider, Matias Young Realty, Credit Serious Insurance, Forward Adelante. Thank you, Judah, behind the camera. Thank you for being with me. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's always a pleasure, of Always course. a pleasure. Love, love doing it. Thank you, you audience. Make it a pleasure. Yes. You're the reason we're still going. So uh, be sure to... Reach out, contact, go visit the, the, the great guests we had on today. Send us any names. Yeah, one's people. right here. I one's mean, right here, Charlottesville. The purple, one's, and, and the other one's one a beautiful, beautiful spot. One is a beautiful weekend drive away. Exactly. 
And uh, be sure to send us names of anyone else you think would love to come on the show. You know, we love having uh, new guests all the time. We look forward to seeing everyone next week. But until that time, as we like to close it out on the show, hasta mañana. <laughs>